Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Be sure to add love you mean it in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. Hi, everybody. It's Erin. And Meg. And welcome back to this week's episode of the Love You Mean It podcast. Well, the last episode of this year. Thank fucking God. That's all I have to say. This year's ending. Like, I, <sighs> I right now, how I feel is like in Mean Girls when Katie wins Homecoming and the principal's like up giving a little speech and he's like, I could not be happier that this school year is ending. That's literally me right now, but with 2020. I'm so fucking glad (laughs) we also hope that you guys had a wonderful christmas or just holiday season with your family members loved ones or just solo in your your dwelling your i'm see your apartment but i guess not everyone lives in an apartment you (laughs) know but we took the last week off if you guys even noticed we're (laughs) obviously going to be posting about it but we took the last week off because we've only taken one other week off in our entire podcast career yeah and i feel like kind of the holidays it's like the perfect time to do that yeah we're tired like everyone else that's all i've been hearing is how like depressed and just like how people can't sleep and stuff like that i don't know if it has anything to do with this great conjunction that happened Mm -hmm. allegedly that's supposed to be it but also i think like this time of year is is hard for a lot of people i think like the holiday blues are definitely a thing yes and also just seasonal depression and also regular depression and also covid exhaustion which is apparently a thing we talked about in like one of our previous episodes and it's just a lot um (laughs) I think we all can agree that this was, like, the worst year ever. Yeah, but I think it's just really important to, like, listen to yourself. Yeah. And that's definitely what we've been trying to focus on, too. Like, we weren't really planning, I guess, to take a week off, but... It kind of came up on us that, I mean, obviously you guys know that this isn't like our full-time job either. Like, yeah. we're, like we do this for fun. I don't really want to just like hold Meg at gunpoint to sit down and talk to me for an hour and then like edit it and then put it up and then she has to do all the promo. Like, there's a lot that goes into it. And yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like 2020 has definitely made us more self-aware. And like, I'm glad that we can recognize like when we need a break and when we can chug on. Yeah, because... I don't know, like, we've seen a lot of people in our podcast community, smaller podcasters that we're friends with on Instagram, a lot of them have been taking breaks recently, and, like, obviously we love doing the podcast, like, it's one of our favorite things to do, but, like Aaron said, this isn't our full-time job, we're not getting, like, really paid to do this at all. If we do make anything, it's, like, literally pocket change. Exactly. So... I don't know like we love to do it but it is a hobby and but it does require like a lot of work it's honestly like a part-time job Mm -hmm. like the amount of hours like we put into it yeah I think just everything that Aaron said it's really important to just slow down I think that's what 2020 has just taught us in general that don't get too much into that (laughs) I know it was just almost a culture shock especially for Americans if you are in the states just because like I feel that our society is just so go 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 all the time we don't stop and Mm -hmm. take time for ourselves ever but that's really if you look at it that's all this year was is just stopping and living in the present living day by day and just I don't know just trying to survive yeah if you're listening to this episode right now i really think maybe try and take the rest of today off or maybe pick a day during the week where you can maybe turn your phone off maybe even uh, like obviously christmas has already happened but obviously new year's you best 
not be fucking going out to any bars, yeah. any parties. Maybe spend this New Year's and really be present with the people that you already live with and really spend time with them. And let this episode just be kind of your 2020, 2021 reminder to just take time off and really slow down and give yourself the space and the breathing room to like just be a human being, you know? Yeah. We are so excited for this episode. Like we said, it's the final episode of 2020. Fuck this year. And we're going to be talking about 20 things that we learned in 2020 because it just sounds good. But before we go ahead and get into that, we're going to be doing our segment but because it is i guess this is like an annual episode yeah we're going to be doing what we're loving and hating this year if you guys are new fucking welcome um we're glad to have you welcome to the squad if you've been here before fucking welcome back bro we're so happy to have you you can really tell that we took a week off (laughs) yeah i know i'm like so jazzed yeah we're back (laughs) (laughs) i'm fucking me like alex cooper we're back she fucking does that my whole body cringes but it's fine but anyway yeah so just welcome every week we do a segment before we get into the juiciness that is our podcast we talk about what we're loving and what we're hating this week and now because it's an annual episode we're going to talk about what we hated and loved this year sort of like a year in review yeah but so what I'm hating this year, well, Aaron and I are kind of going to be doing, I guess, a collab. A duet. A duet. <laughs> a, a duo. A collab. One thing that we're hating this year is obviously coronavirus. I um, feel like that's kind of a given. It has just dominated every fucking day of our lives. You have not gone a day this year pretty much without hearing the word corona coronavirus covid covid 19 i mean even before i mean obviously it came to the u.s and we were kind of unaware in january but even like the end of 2019 just literally all of 2020 we've heard about it in china heard about it in all the other countries and then came over and took over the u.s so it's it's been going on longer than it's actually been going on yeah so i think we're all just really exhausted if you know anybody who has lost their lives to COVID, we're obviously very sorry. It's just been such a tough year. I feel like everyone knows at least one person that has died, Mm -hmm. like, by some extension of, like, your friends or family. You know, like, a friend of a friend or something, someone that died. It's coming up on 300,000 people. And it's... It's, if it hasn't hit that already, I haven't looked at the daily death toll, no, so I, I, I don't know. I mean, know. I haven't looked in probably like a month. So it's just, it's so heartbreaking and I don't know, that's, I can't even talk about it anymore. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to say that like, I mean, Meg kind of already said it, but just if anybody's currently listening to this and like suffering through COVID or know somebody that has, or like even if you have in the past, that we're always here and like our DMs mm-hmm. are always open if you have like nobody else to talk to and you really want to just like get something off your chest. Corona is such a lonely time. I could not be more thankful and like grateful, blessed, all of that shit that I live with my best friend mm-hmm. and Same. our other best friend, Kelsey. Like just the fact that like I get to wake up and I'm like, okay guys, it's Bullville all the time. Yeah. And like, I know so many people that either live by themselves or are in unhappy family situations and we just want to let you know that we're always here for you guys yeah it's it's just a rough time but i think like if anything like i'm not saying anything really good came out of covid but i think like this year has brought us collectively like as a planet closer together Mm -hmm. and there have been like a lot of good things that have happened that like other people have done that it's been really inspiring to see 
I highly recommend following that account, like, at Good News Movement Mm -hmm. on Instagram. It's so cute. I mean, I'm the kind of person where it's, like, I'm definitely not in denial about COVID because, like, I don't leave the apartment and I'm so cautious and I'm Mm -hmm. really valuing, like, other people's lives. But it's, like, I cannot just keep reading the news all day and just getting more upset. Something that I do look at is the Good News Movement account on Instagram. And she'll post people doing good deeds for others, people Mm -hmm. really, like, saying thanks to their postal workers, all sorts of stuff. And so if you're looking for kind of more positive news, I would definitely say to check out that Instagram. Yeah, I think that's like a great thing because like you do want to stay informed, but like you're almost filtering what you're seeing because Mm -hmm. just we consume so much in a day that this year so much was happening. It was also an election year. Like there was just a lot of negativity. There was a lot of negativity that we consumed on a daily basis. So if you weren't depressed at some point this year, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I don't know. It was just a really hard year for everyone and we just kind of... I mean, I hope this episode will show that like even times that we came on and we were laughing about like red mm-hmm. flags and stuff and we were like talking about like horrible dating stories and like meeting dope people that like we also went through hardships too and that like mm-hmm. you're not alone with whatever you went through. Yeah. Another thing that we're kind of collabing on that we hated. Obviously, this is something that's been going on for centuries, but I think just racism as a whole and the resurgence of the black lives matter movement obviously the black lives matter movement was always going on but i think it was i think lindsey rhyme a past guest said it best in a recent vlog i just watched hers she was talking about like activism and social media and how she felt about it And she was like, I have never been, like, more proud to be an Instagram user because Mm -hmm. she was like, the amount of, like, information that I learned, people that I met, all the stuff that, like, we just consumed, like, in the sea of negativity, it was so great getting to see all of the content, like, contact information and all of the petitions from the Black Lives Matter movement that I never would have been able to see if I didn't have an Instagram. I'll link two great episodes that we did down below with two of our great friends and... I don't know we're hoping I mean I feel like like we've just like attempted to make this as much of like an inclusive community as possible but we're definitely trying to even like up that in 2021. Yeah so if you guys have any suggestions or you would like to be a guest please send us an email you can find it on our Instagram page always shoot us a DM you can shoot us a DM on our personal like instagrams that that's fine too we just want to make sure that we're putting out a lot like a variety of different episodes like we don't really have like I would say a theme on this podcast is kind of just like whatever we feel like doing. Yeah. And like whatever we want to talk about. And obviously like the Black Lives Matter movement and like political activism and stuff like that is stuff that should be talked about. And like we do have, albeit a very small platform, but it is a platform nonetheless. So we're going to be using it a lot more in 2021. Yeah, we're really excited to just kind of expand on topics that we've already started. I mean, granted, this was our first year of our podcast, so I think we did a great job. But if you guys also have any advice for how we can even be more inclusive or if you guys have any resources that you would like for us to share in our platform, definitely let us know because we'd like to know. Yeah, but I'm just, yeah, like what Aaron and Lindsay said, I'm so proud of people sharing information, not just on Black Lives Matter, just like on liter- like literally everything. Yeah. I learned about so many things in different countries that I would have never learned about that isn't reported on the news like and stuff like that. Like the explosion in Lebanon. No, like, just all that stuff, like the amount of shared resources that we have now, like... There is a lot of shit that's wrong with social media, but I think like something that we did see this year is that it can be a great tool and it's a great educational 
yeah. platform. One of my favorite follows right now and for the past few months, Dom Roberts. Oh, love her. I want to try and get her on. But I guess we'll get into what we're loving this year. I almost said this week, but it's this year, guys. What I'm loving this year are masks, surprisingly. <laughs> Before, like at the beginning when like Corona, I guess, limitations first were put in place. We weren't wearing masks. We were wearing <laughs> gloves. First, I, the CDC uh, was like, yeah, y'all, don't wear, don't wear I masks. Just, and now we wear masks all the time. I wear it in the hallway in our apartment. Like, I literally wear it everywhere yeah. except for, like, my car and in my apartment. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I've come to like them, especially now that the weather has gotten colder. It it's keeps great. your face warm. Yeah, it's just great to keep your face warm. I get less, like, wind and, like, environmental damage on my face, which is great. It also, like, I feel like it... Added, adds like a layer of SPF to mm-hmm. your face. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just really like it. Also, obviously, if you have acne, it oh covers God. it up. If you, like, I had an issue where um my veneer fell off and I had to go to work <laughs> and I had like a fucking baby tooth and it covered it and it was great. Like, that's what I'm like. So, if you have any like physical deformity from like your nose down, there's more benefits than cons. It's just great double chin covered like just it's i love it i love masks Mm -hmm. i love accessorizing now i love like just matching them to my outfits and shit like i they're just great and such a vibe honestly like i think we should normalize wearing masks after like when we're sick like Mm -hmm. maybe during cold and flu season like if you're not feeling well like you should wear a mask they've already been prone to significantly i think like this one county in california had like 36 cases of the flu when they normally have like yeah. thou- like tens of thousands. Yeah. So I think just wearing masks masks like cuts down on illnesses in general. Mm-hmm. So I think we should honestly just normalize wearing them in the future. And Bro, and like Meg said, now they're a fashion statement. Yeah, like, I like them. Like you see people like literally designers have come out with masks and yeah, stuff like, I like just, Gucci masks. No, I just think it's so cool. Like I don't know, I I ended up loving them, yeah. ironically, which I think is funny, but... Same. I don't understand why someone wouldn't want to wear one. Yeah. They literally just keep... Like, my favorite part is that, like, A, they cover my acne. Also, they get to cover my expressions when people say dumb yeah. shit at work. I'm like, people can't even see, like, what... I, like, whisper to myself when I'm out in public. Like, I'm literally like, oh, that lady's a fucking bitch. Like, yeah, under they my, Like, they me. literally can't... Like, you, no one can read your lips or anything. It's like, just it's just great. great. I love it. Yeah. But what I'm loving this year is the podcast. Super dumb. I feel like every single week I'm like, I'm loving you guys. But it's true. Like 2020 was definitely a little bit hard, I would say. And it was really, especially like, I think the best part, which I mean, like all my friends know this about me. I hate FaceTime. I'm uh, literally the last, yeah. like I'll FaceTime, like Megan and I will FaceTime sometimes if she's like upstairs and I'm like downstairs and I'm like, I just want to see you, but I don't want to like get up, you yeah. know, but it's like, surprise I hate, FaceTime calls. Yeah. Like, oh, I hate FaceTime. I don't know how I'm expected to get a boyfriend because I hate FaceTiming. <laughs> like the podcast was almost like that push for Megan and I to talk all the time, even when we weren't together for three months of the year, which is so sad to think about, like looking back that we even survived that, I know. but it's like, we were forced weekly to talk on the phone for like an hour and a half and then often we would like facetime after and continue to talk until it was a way to keep us busy thinking about how much it's grown in the past Mm -hmm. year like the past six months specifically it's just nuts i I don't know i'm just really grateful for it really giving me that sense of purpose yeah it definitely gave us a sense of purpose on like some dark days and we were able to talk about a lot of important things and meet dope people yeah that's another thing i was gonna say we have met the most amazing people on this platform whether we've had you on as guests whether you're just a listener or you're a fellow podcaster 
just thanks. Like, we met so many great people this year. So cute. So I think that's a great thing to come out of 2020. But we're going to get into the juice. Yeah, we're going to talk about 20 things that we learned in 2020. And so we each have 10. So together it's 20, if you guys didn't know math. So... (laughs) But yeah, so if you were going to like each share one, elaborate a little bit and go back and forth. My first point I have is that people are fucking selfish. This is true. People that don't want to wear masks. People that are going to parties. People mm-hmm. that are still going to in, restaurants and indoor dining. People that are just like breaking the laws and like not giving caring. service workers a hard time. Being difficult to like mandatory workers like nurses and doctors like i don't know it's it's such a slap in the face like i've seen this time and time again from medical professionals people saying oh yeah like i don't give a shit stop sending us free pizza yeah just stop like wear your fucking mask and stop going out yeah like that's the best thing that you can do for us Mm -hmm. and like they've been out here sacrificing their lives like i have friends who are nurses that can't see their families they i they socially isolate themselves like it's it's just sad yeah that like they're making all these sacrifices and like meanwhile like aaron and i have seen like so much shit the past year we've had so many people be rude to us i've had multiple people flip me off for telling them to wear a mask yeah like it's it's just frustrating and like i don't know i guess i was sort of naive i thought that like people were generally good Mm -hmm. but i think this year like has shown me that a lot of people are selfish and don't have good intentions about other people and they don't think about other people's lives or their health. So I just think that like in the past, I've tried to like kind of normalize situation, not normalize it, I guess is the word, but it's like, I kind of try to like empathize with people and be like, think of your grandma, like think mm-hmm. of your parents, but like you shouldn't have to equate it to your own life to care about somebody else. Like you shouldn't have to be like, oh, let me think of my grandma. Like you should be thinking about everybody. Like you shouldn't have to in a situation like this, like you shouldn't have to have somebody in your life get COVID for you to finally w- like wake up and realize that it's a serious thing. I think a conversation that Aaron and I have had time and time again is that people either get it or they don't. Yeah. And the people that get it tend to be more educated. And then the people that don't, like Aaron said, they won't understand unless they get it or someone close to them gets it. Even then, though, like when Trump got it, he still yeah. didn't, his behavior didn't change at all. So I don't know. Some people just aren't going to get it. And those people are the reason why we still have to wear masks. Yeah. It's almost like when you're in like school or something and then there's that kid that acts out and mm-hmm. then the whole class has to do some activity because of this one kid. Yeah. And the kid, like, keeps doing it and, like, doesn't care. And, like, doesn't learn their life. But the, the general population, like, has to do all this shit. Yeah. Because of a select group of people. It's just really shitty. Yeah, someone posted in, like, a Facebook group I'm in that they, like, live in an apartment by themselves. And they were, like, they've been self-isolating, like, this entire time. But there's someone that lives around the corner from them that consistently has, like, people over. And mm-hmm. is, like, having, like, big, large groups, like, outside of their house and like we kind of have the same thing we have a balcony at the back of our apartment and it faces not directly behind us but diagonal to us and there's i don't know how many people live there but they're a few years older than us and they're constantly having people over they have groups of like 10 12 people they're playing tables out all this stuff and like everyone in their like 
don't and they're know. loud as hell. Yeah. Like, they're so loud. It's just frustrating because it's like, we're out here socially distancing, isolating, not doing anything. And there's people that are still, like, throwing huge parties and, like, freaking TikTokers in LA that are, like, going to Saddle Ranch and all of that. Yeah. I, I don't know. know. It's just embarrassing for y'all. But kind of going off of that point, what I learned in 2020 is I actually like to stay home and have really become a homebody. The way that like my schedule works, I like work from home Wednesday through Friday and like I've kind of thrived off of like waking up, making Mm -hmm. breakfast and then not leaving the house for like five days until I have to work at the coffee shop that we work at. And I've realized that, like, I kind of like the routine of, like, Mm -hmm. cooking dinner for myself and then, like, watching a new show with Meg. And, like, I don't know. Like, I've really just, like, I'm just thankful that we have a great apartment. But I've really just grown to love the house and everything. Obviously, like, I love going to the club. And I love (laughs) going out to get drinks and going to breweries and stuff. The Roaring Twenties came after the Spanish flu. Yeah. So I'm just looking towards that. Hopefully there's not a giant economic collapse. Yeah. Bitch, there might be. There might be, but... I'm a tourist, so I've been on that way my whole life. Exactly. And I'm just now learning. I'm glad that you're catching on because yeah. a lot of people aren't. The second point I have is that the government literally does not care about any of us. <laughs> I feel like I kind of realized that before this, but this really fucking showed me. Yeah. Just like hearing online, like what other countries have gotten, like Canada, they get $2,000 a month. We have gotten $1,200 for what, six months since yeah. the pandemic, even longer mm-hmm. than that now, almost a year since the pandemic started. We also don't have free health care yeah so if you get corona how are you gonna pay for it yeah with your one-time twelve hundred dollar stimulus that you probably already had to use to pay ryan yeah the fact just that everything with the evictions. fact that like georgia opened in may it's really just capitalism but like i'm really hoping that the great conjunction and like 2021 because it's moving into aquarius and that's like innovation and like spiritual ideals and like just, just flipping everything over yeah. and just like building from the ground up and like i think that's what we need right now because i think everything that we have going the current system we have whether it be financial or anything like that is fucked up yeah and we need to change it i'm hoping with the vaccine that there's new horizons obviously that does Mm -hmm. not mean that covid will go away but i feel like I don't know. It's just kind of exciting in a way. I, it was. I don't know if you watched um, AOC's Instagram story. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool how she was taking everybody through the vaccine process, but not making it seem like it was this magical thing that was going to cure all. Yeah. Like she was like, "Hey, this is just a step towards mm-hmm. hopefully a nice horizon." Yeah. So I think she's the only one that maybe cares about us, but yeah, everybody um, else, um, I doubt it. Yeah. Fuck the government. Thank you. Yep. Next point that I have is something that was really big for me and something that I really learned is that it's okay to slow down. Previous to the pandemic, I think about how I worked like an internship like 25 hours a week and I worked full time and like went to school and we had the podcast and I had my YouTube channel and we did like all this stuff and we were constantly going out and we were constantly doing all this stuff and it's kind of one kind of goes off of my first point but just really realizing that like it's okay to slow down Megan like kind of said already that in general 2020 was just a year of slowing down and stuff but I feel like it's just kind of great realizing that like you don't have to be moving all the time like I still like catch myself thinking about this sometime like today I was just like chilling in my room until like 11 and then I was like oh my god what am I doing like I'm being so lazy all the stuff and I was like girl it's your one day off like you got to relax and it's still something that I'm definitely learning but I've definitely gotten better than I was like pre-pandemic 
All right, the next point I have is anxiety about health is real. I think a lot of people have experienced this, especially if you already have like issues with anxiety. Like if I get like a runny nose, I'm like, oh my God, I have COVID. Yeah, I'm or like just, a hypochondriac. Yeah, now I am. Yeah. I wasn't before, but now I am. Yeah, no. And then also I feel like I'm very psychosomatic. Like mm-hmm. what's it called? Yeah. Psychosomatic. It's almost like, like I was listening, like I was editing this video for my internship and mm-hmm. it was back from like February mm-hmm. and the guy in the video sounded congested. And then I was like, oh my god am i congested and then i was like are you okay you know yeah no it's crazy how you can almost like convince yourself that you're sick and then the symptoms like manifest and like, you're like oh. yeah so i'm sure many people have had like covid scares and stuff the past year also though i think it's pretty valid yeah if anything covid is a very obviously it's still a novel virus and it presents in so many different ways and there's so many different severities of it too so I think that is like a valid reason to have anxiety. So yeah, another point that I had was I feel like this is something that everybody needs to hear. So turn it up, turn the volume up, stop what you're doing. You're not a failure for not accomplishing everything you thought you would by now. I thought when I went into college that I was going to graduate with a full-time job. I was going to like live in New York City or some shit and was going to be super successful. Probably have a boyfriend, be fucking vibing. Um, but I've seen a lot of things on Instagram and Twitter. Well, not really Twitter because I deleted my account, but I've seen tweets and stuff that have said that if you've survived 2020, that's something to celebrate in itself. Like literally I saw Ellie Schnitt's tweet and Mm -hmm. she was like, if you've showered like once, like that's something good to celebrate because I mean, I I saw you share that too. The thing about how like everyone's going to be posting what they accomplished and all the shit that they did and like literally mute that shit because literally surviving in itself is such a huge thing and I thought that I was going to have so much done by, like, now. And we've I've definitely accomplished a lot, and I'm really proud of myself. But at the same time, like, I shouldn't feel like a failure because I'm not on my shit. Like, 2020 was a hard year. Like, I think I kind of have, like, issues with people sharing personal milestones no, I get that. on social media because I think that can be kind of triggering for a lot of people. There have been so many studies that show that, like, Facebook users and Instagram users like have increased depression because they're looking at other people's lives, but they're really a curated version of their lives. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you may have gone on that great vacation. You might have gotten that job. You might have gotten that apartment, but that doesn't mean that everything in your life is perfect, but that's what you're portraying. I'm not saying that like you shouldn't celebrate your life, but like posting it all over social media, especially at a time right now when there's a pandemic and you're making shit about yourself there's not the time you can just have a little internal party for yourself and say hey i'm proud of myself yeah and maybe reward yourself to for like to something but you don't need to blast all over social media how successful you are when people are literally being evicted or they lost a family member due to covid there's a time and a place so you shouldn't you shouldn't be bragging right now yeah i know there's going to be tons of like what i got for christmas hauls and stuff like that on like youtube or like Mm -hmm just random shit like that like on linkedin and someone's like oh my god i got this huge job if you're listening and you're alive and you survived and you're somewhat okay even if you're not okay if you're still breathing that's something to be proud of like read a fucking room yeah literally read a room room. these people are like oh my god like my life is so great like i got a promotion good for you okay a lot people get promotions every day yeah people have children every day People get married every day. Next. Go celebrate in your corner with your people. Exactly. That's all that needs to be done. You don't need to tell everyone you went to high school with that you got engaged. Okay, cool. Your ring's ugly. Next. (laughs) 
Like, I already forgot about you two minutes later, so... I don't know. I, that's what I'm just, like... We were talking... Like, there's so many important... We were talking about this, like, two There's days so ago. many more important things to be sharing. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just... I, I'm one of those people that's, like, very, very private no, about sense. my life. So, I, I think, like... I guess I am, like, judgy with that. But also, I think I kind of have, like, a reason to be... I don't know. Especially right now. Like, there's so many other issues right now. Like, stop. Get off yourself. I mean, I don't really think you're being judgy. It's just, like, what you said. Just read the room. Like, it, there, yeah. it's, it's not appro- it's not appropriate. That's just the only thing. Like, people are people are legitimately struggling. People so. are actually dying. Family and friends are so important. That's literally all I have to say. That's, um, that's, that's the tweet. Honestly, if I didn't have, like, my family and my friends and, like, my boyfriend to commiserate with i don't know what i would have gotten like yeah. anyone that maybe is going through a period in their life right now where they don't really have friends or like they kind of fell off or something like you guys can maybe reach out because i cannot imagine what it's like to be alone right now i have a great support system and i still sometimes think about suicide and shit so yeah. I, I like i'm so sorry like literally if you ever need anything please reach out oh my god yeah that's all i have to say literally dm us we will literally be your friends and yeah. talk to you all the time yeah because like meg said we both have great support systems and like here we are i don't know well like we're we've still both considered it at points in our lives and i just think that it's just sad to think that a lot of people don't have support systems and things like that i'm just grateful that when the pandemic happened like i was able to like move home and live with my family for like three months and i know not everybody has the privilege to do that and so i'm really grateful for that but family and friends are everything they're more important than material things or even experiences now because Mm -hmm. you're realizing that like you're literally stuck at home like what do you have you know yeah i think this really forced you to look at your relationships and you know like people were either like having babies or breaking up yeah and like i think that was much needed because i feel like with all these distract all these daily just oh my god all these daily distractions that we have we sometimes let relationships go in a way but this reflection and sort of time to just think everything over I think has made everyone's relationships way better Mm -hmm. and you maybe you were able to get out of a bad relationship whether that be with a friend Mm -hmm. or like a family member just really anyone that's toxic in your life just keep people around you that make you feel good that's literally it yeah my next point I'll just kind of piggyback off of that because it kind of goes along with that but it's just like the importance of consistency when it comes to work friends mental health all of that kind of goes off of that just because like 2020 really made everybody learn like which people are really you're like oh my god my ride or die but it's like which people are really there to ride or die with you Mm -hmm. and like this really made you realize like through better or for worse like who's really going to be there and consistency of reaching out consistency of obviously you're not like hanging out with people but it's like consistency of like checking in on your mental health doing like anything that you can do to like make yourself feel better or even when it comes to work like us consistently week after week putting up the podcast stuff like that that's really just going to be beneficial and like that's the real key to success not this hustle Mm -hmm. culture it's just like being like honest and upfront and like true to like what you plan to do and like what yeah. you said you're gonna do you know the next one i have is gaining weight during quarantine is okay preach um i think i've seen so many like toxic social media posts where it's like oh i lost 60 pounds over quarantine but people were posting that in like june and july i'm like it hasn't even been six months since the pandemic started so yeah. obviously you're not doing that in like a healthy way yeah 
I've seen so many people posting like keto shit and just like all this like stuff that's just like not relevant like you're like we've talked about like you're surviving a pandemic yeah if you want to have a fucking cake eat a cake if you like if you want to go to mcdonald's go to mcdonald's like you're literally surviving a fucking plague just do what you need to do to get through the day your weight is something that can be changed at any point in your life and you can kind of deal with that later yeah you have way more important things going on right now than what you eat i feel like your mental health is way more important than obviously your physical health is so important but like Mm -hmm. meg said it can be changed and i think like meg just said if you need to go to chick-fil-a three nights in a row to be able to get your work done and have time to relax i think that's okay it's not going to be every single week you don't need to beat yourself up for it the world is ending Mm -hmm. it's nobody gives a fuck what you're eating yeah you're the only one in your own head so literally push that shit aside you're listening to this podcast nobody gives a fuck and if they do cut them off yeah next (laughs) sorry i literally like literally literally mind your own bag (laughs) wear the scissors yeah oh god yeah literally that just makes me so mad because it's like obviously like when quarantine started and we all thought this was going to be two weeks everyone was like oh word vacation time time to get to my best self but um no it's been almost a year and like if you did lose weight congratulations that's awesome that's great but like again posting that you lost weight when so many people have gained weight during this difficult time read a fucking room yeah this kind of goes off of like what i said for what i'm loving this year so i just sound so redundant but starting this podcast was the best thing that we could have ever done yeah honestly gave us that sense of consistency like i said a routine something to do a hobby a way to express our creativity and also get to meet a force meg to hang out with me more it was just great and so i'm really thankful and definitely this is just kind of like a nudge to you guys to start a hobby whether that be coloring whether that be going for walks whether that be i don't know cooking i've definitely gotten more into cooking this year just anything that literally animal crossing yeah like anything that kind of occupies your time in a healthy way i think is a great idea i had like a conversation with my therapist and she was asking me like oh how are you doing and i was like honestly not good yeah and she was like i've had so many patients that weren't on medication anymore and stuff like come back and like ask for medication and just like all this stuff and she's like i'm just encouraging people to find hobbies and like oh, i love that i know that that's really hard especially as someone who struggles with depression you literally don't want to do anything so if you can find literally anything if that's watching makeup tutorials if that's like cleaning if that like literally anything that remotely sparks any sort of pleasure in you just do that thing and kind of going off of what i had just said seeing if maybe somebody that you live with or a friend that you have would want to start a hobby with you yeah i feel like that's something that can be really beneficial because i mean obviously we do the podcast together so it's like if one of us is like oh, i'm feeling lazy i'm like gun to your head like yeah. come on bitch let's like let's get mm-hmm. together let's do it or like when our friend kelsey comes like we'll cook together or like we'll go for walks together and stuff mm-hmm. like that so like finding a hobby that you can do with someone else is kind of like motivating in a way yeah definitely here for that accountability yeah ac- accountability culture yeah <laughs> love her <laughs> the next point we have is that black women's lives matter i think this is something that isn't talked about enough yes the black lives matter movement is important and it should be talked about but the women that have passed away due to police brutality should also be talked about name three women that have been killed by gun violence i don't know if you can like someone other than brianna taylor 
and even like everyone turned her into a meme and was like yeah she like her killers haven't even been prosecuted but they yeah. made a whole documentary about her and are like profiting off of her death. yeah yeah so it's just and like all the social media activism performative activism yes. i should say and brands using her like just artists like literally everyone just profiting off of her is so wrong yeah and like we should talk about women just as much as we talk about men that's really all i have to say yep that's on period 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 that was good next point that i have are weighted slash heated blankets are lifesavers especially for us i mean we only recently started turning our heat on but it's only on like 65 but it's just really great. Like, I sleep with my weighted blanket every night. I was thinking, this is really funny and, like, just really sad. I was thinking I was sleeping with my weighted blanket, like, last week. And I was like, oh, I feel bad for people that don't have weighted blankets. Like, how do they sleep? And I was like, oh, because most people have significant others. Got it. <laughs> but, um, hey, I still have one and I still use a weighted blanket. So, I know. Period. But I sleep with my weighted blanket every night and literally sleep great and then when i do like work on like my ottoman or something or if i'm at the kitchen table i always use my heated blanket and they're just the best it's just like a nice hug it's so comforting and you just feel great i gave one to my grandma for christmas last year and every single time i pop my head in that fucking living room she's always sitting with it doing like a puzzle on her ipad it's so cute i think you're slowly morphing into a taurus i know i literally think i think i'm rubbing off on her guys i'm breaking her down i had no taurus in my chart though if you guys didn't know i'm an aquarius leo scorpio which is fucking nuts yeah (laughs) so i just think that i'm i'm finally breaking her down after what three years of living together yeah i'm finally showing you the life yeah the way everyone should be living and that's in comfort yeah yeah no i agree the next point we have is standing up for yourself and saying no tea i think something that i've always struggled with is like confrontation yeah and i've had to tell people to put masks on i've had to have like tough conversations with like people that are close to me i've had friends reach out and say hey do you want to do this and and i have to say no i'm not comfortable doing that because there's a pandemic yeah and that's a hard thing to do i think to stand up to your friends especially Mm -hmm. but i've gotten better at saying no and just like realizing my limits and it's okay to disappoint people. I think that's what I've come to realize. I literally needed to hear that myself because yeah. it's definitely something I'm still learning. Meg and I stood up to our boss, y'all. Like, so yeah. we're, we're really learning conf- yeah. confrontation this year. So I'm, I'm like gonna, about to fight someone right yeah, now. Yeah, no. So I just feel like it's, it is really important because saying no is so hard. I, I literally despise it mm-hmm. and like literally have to talk about it in therapy. I'm such a people pleaser and yeah. I know you are too. Because so. I never want anybody to be mad at me even if I don't do anything wrong or even if I like the other day at work somebody like came in and sat down during a pandemic indoors of our coffee shop and didn't buy anything and I told him that he had to either buy something or go. I was freaking out the rest of the day that I did the wrong thing and it's just hard to like stand up to people even when you know even when you know you're in the right sometimes you don't even know if you're doing the right thing and you're still like nervous but it's like even when you're doing the right thing it can be hard no it's just it's honestly hard to speak up and like if you've had a tough conversation this year good for you i'm proud of you you did it you came out on the other side (laughs) i just think Um, of that michelle obama thing look at you constantly raising the bar Because it's, like, well, literally, whether it be, like, COVID, r- racism, like, yeah. literally anything. Good for you, girl. Good for you, girl. You got on the show. <laughs> Are you well, happy you to be, be next? Are you happy to be in Paris? <laughs> Guys, we cannot stop saying that. We have a problem. 
that TikTok you sent me yesterday oh of like God. the guy with the croissant. <laughs> but he says croissant. Croissant. He's like, are you happy to be embarrassed? People that say croissant or mozzarella can choke. Choke. Gabagool. <laughs> I was at work and somebody said mozzarella and I was like, please stop. I'm going to eat. It's mozzarella as an Italian would say. You wouldn't say mozzarella. <laughs> the A is there for a reason. Next point that I have is, this is something that I really learned, is how to be more, like, independent and not be so, de- like, codependent on others. I think it's just because, like, with 2020, there's literally no plan. It's kind of expected, but Meg and I live up each other's assholes. Living together, being best friends, having a podcast, and, like, working together outside of all of this, that we're, like, literally attached to the hip. But I feel like, even with other people, too, it's just 2020 really made me realize that, like, I'm okay by myself. I could never really do things solo, I feel like, before. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I could, but it wasn't like I was really enjoying it and stuff. And now I really realize, like, how much I enjoy, like, my own company. And I feel like I don't have to, like, only depend on other people mm-hmm. all the time. Because I feel like in the past, I had been pretty codependent. So, yeah. 2020 has really made me realize that, like, I'm that bitch, you know? Yeah. The next point we have is that TikTok saves lives. Also, I guess Reels. I'm not the biggest fan of Reels just because I feel like it's just everything from tiktok but from like two weeks ago yeah no i get that so tiktok is just so entertaining it actually is i I recently downloaded it as you guys know i learned so much from it it's obviously like entertaining but i I feel like i learned a lot from it oh my god so do i even like outfit inspiration and shit no it's not even like just new recipes or just like talking about like a historical event or just like all this shit Mm -hmm. like i've gotten way more into like astrology and like just stuff i don't know it's just it's such a great platform i really like it some of my favorites i mean obviously are like the joke ones but then when people are like oh what this says about you yeah so like meg sent me one that was like what your um like childhood obsession says about you so it was like oh if you were obsessed with the black plague you're this kind of person it was like if you're obsessed with the titanic and it was literally meg to a d yeah I, i had a big titanic face Y'all. I was kind of expecting them to do something about tsunamis, but never came. I, I was, I think there was a part two. I think he uh, may have done like natural disasters. Yeah. Because like I was very into the storms and stuff too. Yeah. So, and tsunamis. <laughs> Are we okay? Literally, no. I still am low key. I think that stuff's so, so interesting. So funny. Next point that I have is that not everything you do has to be for social media, especially over quarantine. I was still like, I would still post like YouTube videos and stuff because like it's just something that I like to do personally. Like, one person could watch it and I would still be doing it Mm -hmm. but it was like a creative outlet for me but like I wasn't posting pictures and stuff and I was still having like a pretty good time and even now like I'll post I guess sometimes on Instagram Mm -hmm. but it's more when it's like I authentically want to it's not like oh my god I have to like look cool because we used to post all the time us like at bars and like Mm -hmm. breweries and stuff like that like not necessarily like showing off or something but just being like oh my god like here I am blah 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 but now when it's like I feel like in 2020 I've just really realized that like I don't have to post every single thing I do and that doesn't translate to it being a good time. Like I I can still have a good time off of social media. And even though I'm like YouTube, I guess technically is still social media. I'm not posting every single thing that I'm doing and still having a pretty good time. So the next point we have is to never make a plan for life ever again. (laughs) I've always just been a planner my whole life. I'd say like, oh, at this age, I'm going to do this. If my life has shown me anything, it's that no, no. My life said no with a heart. <laughs> and slapped you? It literally slapped me and said no. <laughs> I think we all just have to learn from this. I think mm-hmm. this is going to be like a lesson we should all take with us for the rest of our lives. And how like there's a difference between planning and goals. So yeah. you can have goals and you can attain those goals. But you shouldn't necessarily have a plan because I feel like 
you'll always just end up disappointed. Yeah, because, like, literally the life changes in an instant. I mean, literally one week we were all clubbing it out, and then the next week we're on our couches never to be left again. So, I don't know. I don't really think plans are that important anymore. Next point that I have is that having great roommates really makes everything better. We went through two years of having other roommates that we did not really love, not really great living situations, and it's just really made me value now having two roommates who, like, the three of us get along so well. There's no jealousy, no awkwardness, no, like, oh my god, can you fucking, like, clean the apartment and, like, carry your weight? It's just made my life so much easier, and I can't imagine how much difficult like how much more difficult this would be if I had roommates that I didn't like. I think about that all the time. Yeah. Because a lot of people live with people that they either like don't know or like just don't like and mm-hmm. like it didn't really matter because you're so busy but it's like people that still live with like people that they don't really that they're not friends with like what do they do? Move home. Like you're home all the time. <laughs> I don't know. And I just don't know. I was thinking about this Break the other your day. Lease, like- yeah right? Like I mean like we both weren't here when like quarantine first started but then we came back and obviously we're so happy to be together i just can't imagine like not yeah yeah having that the last point i have is that everything's temporary so even though it seems like this has been going on forever there is going to be an end there is going to be a day where we sadly take off our mask and just resume daily life i don't know if that's just going to be like overnight or if that's going to be like over a period of time but it is going to end like the spanish flu ended yeah it took a couple years but they got there and then the 20s were dope. Turn up. Aside from the crash of 29. Yeah. But, I mean, before that, it was dope. Yeah, before that, it was dope. So, I feel like we kind of just have to put our time in. It's going to be shitty. But things are looking up. Again, this vaccine is not a cure-all. It's, like, going to make it so you won't get as sick. Yeah. Or It's a step in the right direction. Yeah, it's, it's not a the step, cure. but it's not the cure. So, just remember that. But, like, things are looking up and that this is going to end one day. I love that. But my last point is that just because you're not physically close to someone doesn't mean that you aren't as close to them or that you don't love them or like that you love them less. We have tons of friends that we can obviously not see right now. We have we both have pretty large families that we cannot see right now. And just because I can't hug my family members or just because I haven't seen some of my family members in months doesn't mean that I'm any less close to them. That's something that I worry about because I do have quite a large family on my dad's side and a lot of them I really only see them or talk to them at family events Mm -hmm. and so some of them I haven't seen in a year yeah which is really sad and we normally have a huge Sullivan Christmas party and we're not having it this year of course due to COVID and so it just makes me really sad that there's like events happening in people's lives like I had family members that gave birth like over quarantine Mm -hmm. and their babies are like eight months old now and I've still never met them which is just insane and so I just, like, I really have to remind myself that just because I'm not, like, physically close to someone or I'm not seeing my other friends every single day doesn't mean that, like, I don't care about them and I don't love them just the same. Yeah, and I think, honestly, like, it's okay to have, like, low-maintenance relationships like mm-hmm. that. Like, it's okay to have friends that, like, you don't talk to that often. Maybe you talk to them, like, once a month or, you know, you just mm-hmm. check in and say, like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Like, that's fine. That yeah. doesn't mean that you're not friends with them or anything. Like, you don't always have to be, like constantly reaching out or texting people i know that's like what i worry about too because i'm like obviously i see you every single day but Mm -hmm. we also text it all all day (laughs) but it's like i obviously talk to ariel and like kelsey all day and then i have other friends too that like i don't really talk to on a daily basis and i get worried that i'm like oh my god we're going apart it's not the same but i'm like you can't 
give 100% friendship to every single person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So just have, like, realistic expectations, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Aaron said, don't take it too much to heart. Like, everyone's going through a lot. Everyone's very busy. And just cut people some slack. Yeah. But we really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. It was fun being on the microphone again. Yeah, I just cannot wait to never think about 2020 ever again. Thank you. Yeah. Crazy to think that the next episode that we upload, it will be 2021. Yeah. This will be our second New Year's together. It'll be our oh, second. Or, no, it's our third. Uh, awkward. Our second New Year on the podcast. Aw, cute. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. This will have spanned across three, because we started it in 2019. Yeah three years but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode don't forget to follow us on instagram at love you mean a podcast support the podcast and the link in the show notes down below and we'll see y'all next year see you in 2021 <laughs> hopefully it's better than this dumpster fire but love you mean it love bye you mean it.